Hey everybody, welcome to the Netflix Podcast. My name is Andy Doherty. Um, I may have just watched the worst movie I think I've ever watched in my life. Um, this movie was so terrible that I couldn't watch it alone. And the person that watched it with me, his name is Adam Jane Kaddick. Adam, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing quite poorly. This makes career opportunities looks like a, like a, a genuinely good movie. It makes the wrong Missy look like a good movie. Uh, yeah, because they're kind of a little similar in in the in the you know like obviously, obviously David Spade's in the in the end right, so it's more similar than uh, <laughs> yeah. So than this we think. is exactly like the <laughs> well, I mean, it's all in the same universe, right? <laughs> Yeah, right? Isn't that a thing where uh, all Adam Sandler movies are in the same universe? The Billy Madison universe where, where this movie, where Jack and Jill can be in the same movie as, um, I don't know, um, Billy, Madison. <laughs> Billy Madison. Billy <laughs> Madison. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of who uh, David Spade, what, what they're, you know, because they, they were a cross-dress, so I, I forgot the name of uh, who they're playing. Oh, God, dude. In what right, this let, movie? Let's, yeah, let's backtrack. Oh, and, I don't even talk. About... I don't even know what his character's name is. Are you kidding? Yeah, right. <laughs> he was in like a five-minute scene, <laughs> cross-dressed. Um. All right. Let's start out. All right, ready? Andy, do you remember how this movie starts out? Yes. <laughs> it's twin. It's just twins talking. I want to say like three plus minutes, if my memory is you know like up there. It's seven pairs of twins. Seven yeah. different <laughs> pairs of twins. Who are like going like that's my brother, and he's like that's my brother, and it's like I hate it when you burp, man. It, it was <laughs> just, for just seven unnecessary gibberish, dude. It's I can't even remember one thing they said. Like like you said, it's just like haha, that's that's my twin, like haha, and that's it. And it just cuts to another one doing the same thing. Yeah, it's three minutes of that, and like like it cuts over to like the women too, and the one woman is like the one woman looks at her sister, and she's just like yeah, like. I'm I'm the sister and uh you know I graduated with like a PhD and the other one's like ah I work at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I remember that one. <laughs> I was like this is insane. And, this and, is yeah, and one was like oh yeah I, I came out first I'm oldest and it's like oh haha yeah like never heard that one. <laughs> well no, wasn't it the first pair and she was like yeah I came out first because my sister got her like the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck. <laughs> How do you open the movie that way? Uh, right? It's <laughs> the, the, I guess the whole movie's about twins. Don't get me wrong, it's just Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler like face to face, but like really you had to, like make it more about twins there wasn't anything that was like oh we're twins we have to, this special connection they even like joke that they did not have that special connection as twins well they were fraternal twins so ah okay <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah that doesn't make any sense to me either like like just thinking about that right now um because like doing research of this movie it does say they are fraternal twins which i thought was a joke like i thought adam sandler said that like to his friends or his coworkers or whatever to like piss her off. You know, you know what I mean? Like they'd be like, Oh, yeah. so is she like identical to you? And he's like, no, she's fraternal just to like, you know, show the separation in their relationship between the two of them. Mm. No, they're apparently actually fraternal, fraternal. twins <laughs> in, in Canon with the movie. Um, and it's weird because I feel like all the people that were the seven pairs of twins in the beginning, they were all pretty 
similar identical, looking. right? They're identical. <laughs> is that the right word? Yeah, I think they were identical. I, identical I, twins and then fraternal twins. Yeah, right. That's the well, well. Like, what is what is a fraternal twin? Like, is there that much difference to it? I, I feel uh, like the thing I is that you tell them apart, right? I think no. I think there's like a genetic thing where like the egg either clones itself and they both are like the same from the same egg, or it's like there's two eggs and you know then they're both born that way, right? I think it's a real thing. So there's no way to tell visually. No, if they, if they look that dead on the same, no, right? But I'm saying like that's how I think it goes. Is identical twins is the egg split, and paternal is there were two eggs. Okay. No, but I'm just saying, like, like visually looking at it. Because, you know, also, we're coming in with the information that Adam Sandler also plays his sister, like, cross-dresses as a sister in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, him, the woman, is not going to look different from him, the man. Yeah, so I think that was... I'm, you know, oh, it's fraternal. I think that was the joke, but was it? Like, oh, that was this whole joke. movie in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh, I'm supposed to laugh at this. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, so many running gags, so many cameos in this movie. Yeah, yeah, we have a whole section on cameos. But yeah, some of the running gags, a lot of the fir- the first time we saw them, we we're like, why was this a scene? Like, um, Jill is on Wheel of Fortune, and like that no. comes back like um, three times. It's um, it's not Wheel of Fortune. It's The Price is Right. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, uh, no, not Wheel of Fortune. It? Yeah, because um, uh, who's that guy? Was Drew on Carey. it, right? Oh, Drew, Drew Carey, Carey yes. was in it. That's another add to the. <laughs> dude, I I love Drew Carey, dude. When he did um, when he took over for what was that show? Bob uh, oh no, uh, whose line is it? Oh, I yeah. loved him in that. Anyway, though, um, yeah, a, a lot of like running jokes, like the the his son would tape stuff to him. Oh my god, and it just got more bizarre and more bizarre. And um, so another thing, Jill. Oh, it pissed me off. She would like be like, "Oh, what movie is that? It's got uh, DiCaprio on the ship." No, like, oh, Titanic. She's like, "No, no, no, not that one." And like, uh, uh, "Oh, yeah, the uh, the one with the iceberg." And they're like, "Oh, Titanic." And they're like, "No, no, 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 not that one." And that made me so fucking mad. Like every time, and she did it like four or five times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were definitely. I can attest. You were definitely not happy. I mean, it wasn't so like. A kid who is like taping like a gerbil to his back, which he it wasn't like oh this is our family pet it just was a gerbil <laughs> taped to his back gerbil. yeah well I mean the the first hour of this movie man like you saw it it wasn't edited well whoever edited like the first half of this movie I don't know if they were just like you know what it, we have two hours worth of film we need to cut this like by thirty minutes. And they just had someone just come in and just supercut everything. But, like, those scenes totally didn't even, like, connect together. Uh, there was some scenes. I, do you remember what we were talking about? We were like, there was a scene where, like, oh, yeah, I was just inside and talking to my brother. And he said this. And it's like, why couldn't we have that scene instead of the scene where you're telling about the scene that didn't happen? Well, I mean, Jill, Adam Sandler is a female, Jill, and, and Jack is the male. Uh, I don't know if we made that distinction yet. Um, did I even say the name of the movie? I don't even. <laughs> it I doesn't deserve so. it. Doesn't deserve it. It doesn't deserve it. To be honest with you, but um, uh, Jack like and Jill get into a fight, and he says something like, "I can't stand you." When the classic Adam Sandler like 
like oh yeah yes in the classic Thanksgiving. Yep, yell, that was good yell uh that's like deep into his throat and she like just goes scampering off going oh, i'm leaving and then she just leaves and then all of a sudden there's like a hard cut and we're just in the woods <laughs> so we looked at each other and we both like I'm pretty sure you're like, hold on, go back. And we watched it, and it was just a hard cut of them going well, into the woods. You're watching it on a fire stick. So I was I was convinced, because we had a lot of problems with career opportunity to get into what happened. Yeah. So when we were watching career opportunities, we were trying to find the right um, link to career opportunities, and we kept on coming up on the wrong link. So, like, you know, it would start, and it's like, oh, we're watching Ghosts. <laughs> oh we're watching this classic movie and i thought the same thing was happening i thought we had gotten like a bad version of the movie because it was skipping around scenes so much that it was like crazy like like he finds the list she gives him she gives him her list of what she wants to do while she's hanging out with them and it's like, like she says like the three things and then they instantly go do them like it's hard cut they're going yes. and doing one of the things hard cut they're going and doing one of the things like and besides besides price is right i don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember. no yeah I, it's that i i feel like remember you said like they like an extra like whatever hour the, it, for that first half of the movie you feel it where it's just like they're, they're going doing something going doing something you know and it's just like dead content like there's nothing there yeah and then the last half of the movie it's is the um the cruise ship and i think what else um the al pacino stuff Yes. But the first half of the movie, it's gobbledygook. It's like weird cuts and like useless, you know, scenes and it doesn't it, get to anywhere. It, it really doesn't lead up to any. Well, it leads up to like really stupid jokes. Yeah. Like um, like like we're saying, like the price is right. Like she ends up getting like hit with the um, with that board that you could like spin the circle board that has all the prices on it. <laughs> she ends up getting like knocked out by that. And like later when Adam, well, when Jack decides that he's going to try and find her a date, he goes on like a risque, like she, she's finding nothing on a dating website. So he goes on like a risque chat room and like chats up his sister to try and sex her out, you know, like a good brother does. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he ends up saying like, oh yeah, she's a knockout. And like, that's one of the scenes that like it come cuts back to that. Like it literally flashback and like, oh yeah, she's a knockout. <laughs> but like, that's like... That's not a lead up scene. Like, that's a really bad payoff for what you should. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we get into nothing about their family. Like, we know the mother died. And like, that's it. And I think she comes back once later when she has a picture frame later in the movie. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, their mom died. And it's like, I forgot about that. And like, I was just kind of like, OK, but you got to like extrapolate it. Like you got to give us some context to that of how much, like he's not going around going, Oh, she was a homebody and she stayed inside for like, like give us some backstory on Jill of why she's such like a terrible person yeah, right? to be around. Like she's obviously annoying, but like, she's not like, I don't know. She's not like overtly terrible. What if, uh, what would have been another good bit is uh, Jill has this uh, canary. No, not a canary. Oh, uh, what bird? I don't even know. Parrot something. What, I was talking bird. What would have been so funny is if it was, oh, I, you know, when mom died, I took her bird and then her mom's bird would like blurt out whatever profanities or some shit. That would have been so much more funny than the bird just like saying two lines of like, 
I don't remember what the bird said. It was so um, I have something uneventful. quoted here. Yeah? Hang on, let me find it. It was like, uh, it was like, oh, like, you know, um, it was something about a man, wasn't it? Wasn't like, I need man meat or something like that. Yeah, it was something where it was, it could have been hilarious if it was like, oh, mama's bird. And mama's it's, like, it's literally, I just need a man. I need yeah. a man. That's all it, it says. It, it, like, if she, if the bird, I can't even think of something else. I mean, like, oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, please. You know, then I'm like, oh, the mom was blah, 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 like really old. And it would have been, so they could have made something out of that. And instead they did, uh, you know, absolutely nothing with the bird. Well, I mean, when you have 17 running gags going at one time. That's uh, something that, yeah, probably got it, looked over. She gets lost. Like the yeah. daughter, did you notice that the daughter kept on changing clothes with like her dolls? Did you notice yeah, that Yeah, she at always all? matched the doll. Yep. And and like every scene she was in a different wardrobe. Did you see that? Yeah, so was Jill. They had they were so many outfit changes for, for Adam Sandler playing Jill. So many, dude. Like I want to say a good like fifty like wardrobe changes of him like because they went out they're on the cruise ship he was in like this he was going out he went on, she went on uh what two dates uh no three I guess yeah. Al Pacino went on a couple dates with her there's so many outfit changes and I love how you're saying how casual you're like yeah Al Pacino went on a couple of dates yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's why, why is he we playing himself it. why is he playing like you know what I mean like it's so weird to have people. Who are not playing like if Adam Sandler is playing Adam Sandler, right? And he named his sister his he has a sister too, like mm-hmm. also on top of all of that. Who's been in his movies? It's not like yes, oh his right? sister. Yeah. yeah. He was she was in um she was in the wrong Missy. Yes, I remember that. She was in the no, wrong I thought that was Missy. his wife. Um, I believe it was his sister. Okay. I'll have to check back. Uh, on I, I know the, the Sandler family all uh, appears in the Madison uh, universe. From time to time, yes. As as they they slowly create their their Avengers their own Avengers. <laughs> also, um, do, do you know I, I I it's slipping me. What SNL skit is Sandler part of where he does his Jill voice? Where it's that like and he talks. I can't, I can't even do it because it's that weird. Any time that they needed someone to play a woman, I... <laughs> no right? Cause did, didn't he? No, I'm trying to think. Um, maybe it was in like Wedding Singer or something. He had that voice going, but oh. it's not like an original, right? Like it's not that an original kind, like, Sandler kind thing. Of wedding Singer voice, yeah, right. So, yeah, like, so the whole time I was listening, I was like, I've heard this from Sandler before. This is nothing new. He didn't bust this out for Jack and Jill. <laughs> yeah, that voice, man. That was really, that was really a weird voice. It, it never settled on me either. It was constant. Every time she was talking, it was like this, like. Like I hated it, <laughs> and especially when they, he ends up having to fill in for his sister on the date for Al Pacino, so that Al Pacino can, uh, for, for the purpose of <laughs> Al Pacino doing a Dunkin' Donuts commercial for for Jack Adam Sandler's character, he has to fill in on a date as his sister, and then do the voice, and she's like, "What are you mocking me?" When she, calls <laughs> I love that, that, was, that actually, was really funny. That was spot on that that uh accent by the way that uh, don't tell me good. that don't tell me that please don't tell me that please don't tell me that oh my god all right uh do you have anything written down of like the sequencing of the first half of the movie the first quarter of the movie I, i've taken some screenshots do you uh do you want me to read through it and just stop me when you want to well, stop me or i i think because the whole movie is based around uh jill coming over for thanksgiving and then she was supposed to leave. I, I, you know, can't remember when. And then all of a sudden, it's you know, it's Hanukkah. Now it's New Year's. Now they're on, it's summer, and they're on a cruise. And the time feels so off. And I don't know if they're supposed to make you feel like the time is off by like the weird fast cuts, or 
Yeah, no, two months. Two months is supposed to go by in. I mean, maybe that's why this movie's so long. You know, they're trying to fill in stuff for for time. Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like, all right, it's Thanksgiving and we're all hanging out and like, oh, Jack hates Jill. And (laughs) then like, there's really no bonding moments with their family either. It's also like very focused on Jack and Jill themselves, but it's not even like oh, they're working on their relationship or they're actually fighting. It's literally, it's like, I'm trying to like think of a way to explain, it's gobbledygook, but like, I'm trying to think of a way to explain it where like, you know, it would be endearing if, if Jack was like actually an asshole because like he kind of stands around and takes care of everybody. And then it's like, oh yeah, he's a fine father. Like he has his adopted son, his daughter, and he like takes care of them and he does stuff with them. Yeah, and then like it's, Jill will come like, in, Jill will come in and insult somebody. Like they're having Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, and she's insulting the homeless man that the parent that that the wife's parents bring to dinner. Um, yeah, and, do you have the quote where she's like, oh, "You're not even. I bet he's not even homeless. I bet he's just doing this for kicks." Like I'm like, what? Like what? Like, and, then, is... and then later he's sleeping in the woods. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was. Also, can, can we unpack the Thanksgiving a little bit? So yeah, if sure. it's. First um, full scene. For yeah, the first full scene. I don't know. I don't know because um, uh, Jack's house, Adam Sandler's house, is this like beautiful mansion, and I don't like a lot of the, the times. Obviously, the entryway you know, is, is kind of used a lot. You know, with uh, him stepping down and all that. But um, I don't know if they were because his parents or their parents were there. But was it their parents' house or Adam Sandler's house? I think it's Adam. So, so reading into this a little bit, Adam Sandler is supposed to be like this multimillionaire. Like that's that's yeah, his he's, point. Um, uh, what uh, he does, he shoots producer. Ads. Yeah, producer for an advertising also, company. You, I, honestly, I I hate jumping around like this, but this is how that movie went. Do you remember the Pepto Bismol commercial? Yes. <laughs> With Regis um, Philbin. Regis Philbin, yes, I can think of it. And, which was uh, his last his last role before death. Yeah. And then and, uh, I even missed so Dana Carvey was apparently using the puppet that was the Pepto Bismol like puppet. <laughs> yeah. And like Regis Philbin calls cut and he's like, You're giving him the best lines. Yeah. And then it just cuts and it's Dana Carvey just holding a puppet, being like, I don't know, man, I'm just doing I gotta be at a, a Sesame Street Sesame by two. Sesame Street. It was like, what do you mean cut? I gotta be at Sesame Street. <laughs> Just an insane gobbledygook scene. But like, you know, as much as he's a multimillionaire, like that scene did not run smoothly. He, his uh, commercial with Pacino does not run smoothly. Which, oh, my God. We got to talk about that. But that, we'll save that for the end. That's... <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't run smoothly. And then also the whole overarching thing of why he's going so hard to get Pacino is that the company's like going under soon and he's going to lose all of his employees. Well, no, um, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Duncan's like, all right, we, we have this new thing called the Duncan We want Al Pacino. If you can do it, like, great, cool, we'll give you money. If not, we got to cut the whatever. Um, ties. Oh, ties. Oh, no, there's a better word, but whatever. We'll go ties. Yeah, um, they had to give up their sponsorship and he's like, oh, that's our biggest vendor, apparently. Yeah. Which, honestly, Duncan, yeah, Pepto-Bismol is not going to pay as much as Duncan if they get, like, Al Pacino in it. Yeah, but if you're going to get Duncan and Pepto-Bismol, you're going to be <laughs> – you're going to find other shit to, to – Honestly, yeah. But, yeah, that's another thing. We were discussing that, like, at, 
you know, the whole thing is like he, he's trying to save his business. Oh, it's not about him. He's like he hypes on like, oh, I have so much people relying on me. If we lose them, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. And then, you know, at the end, he, he does lose it. But what does that yeah, mean for the well, thousands well, of the people? It's not explained. <laughs> it's not explained at all. The movie just ends and then they show us more twins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more of the same pairs of twins from the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, with that Thanksgiving scene, like the purpose of it, I feel, is that we're supposed to um, like get annoyed by Jill. Like, I think that's the whole point of that. Yeah. But at the same time, she is just so overtly annoying and Jack is so like laid back. And I don't really think like there's sometimes where he was like, nobody likes you. But like other than that, like he hasn't really say bad insults to her. No, no, no. He only like takes out his like whatever anger on her. He's never like, oh, like blah, blah, blah. Just outward bursts of anger. It's always like, oh, like she threw something at the homeless man. And now she's like, stop doing that. Like She answers you know the I phone mean? in a movie. Yeah. And he's yes, yelling at her yeah. for that. And she gets up and starts crying. And his wife's like, his wife's like unbelievable. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like. What do you want from that? I I, I don't know. It, it's she, she's like this. The excluded sister is playing the victim the whole time, even though she's creating a lot of the problems. Wow, it sounds, she, it sounds like your team, Jack. <laughs> God, don't don't no 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 no. We're not doing this. this no. Yes. Uh. But yeah. It, it's uh, again. I'm trying to think of the because the Thanksgiving scene went on for a while. Um, it really did. It really did we right? had no introductions to any of those characters yeah, either. It, you know what I mean? It was like, we... the the twin uh, thing at the beginning, the Pepto-Bismol thing, and then Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving went on for like 25 minutes. And I'm counting like yeah. the little woods thing after. That was a long time. That was the introduction to the movie. It was like seeing the parents there. Also, the parents, no personality. You know what I mean? It was just like, we oh. We didn't know who they were. Yeah, we didn't know their names. Right? Yeah. Dude, I, like, weird like, setting. We, we are we are also assuming we're, we're not even like that sure that it's that it's the wife's parents like i'm assuming that that's not even oh, a, a flat I, fact my mind didn't even go there andy uh, wh- what is it with bad movies and just like not being able to like do anything or not give leave us enough like breadcrumbs to piece things together we just have to be like oh that's probably right right like and just like shoving in the corner for later like well, with career opportunities, I think a lot of things got cut, and I feel like it's the same way with this movie. You know, they just decide. Well, I, this movie, it's for being long because yeah. it's whatever a fucking hour and a half long. It's unbelievably long. Whereas way career too opportunities long. wasn't. Yeah, way too way long of a movie. Too long. I feel like I watched two Adam Sandler movies in one movie. <laughs> <laughs> they could have totally if they were like they could have previewed it as one movie. And the screening, like, whatever. Who are the people that screen movies? Just people that screen movies. I don't know what I'm... I, like, I'm so out of sorts from this movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm so ang- like I'm so angry at this movie. But the people who are doing, like, a screen test, right? If they would have watched, like, the uncut version and they would have cut it off where the cruise happens and they would have said, all right, that's, that's the first movie. It's going to be, like, 90 minutes long. No, not even. It's going to be 80 minutes long, hmm. 75 minutes long. And this is the first movie, and it just tested poorly. So they're like, all right, they're going on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> There's not gonna be a second movie, <laughs> so you better make this one good. 
you know, I, I, I don't know what happened. Or maybe, honestly, because I feel like um, with Adam Sandler, doesn't uh, it, it's on record that he's super easy to film with. Like, he'll, he'll do, like, one-take shots of, like, stuff that, like, was planned well. You know what I mean? He's not, like, a bad uh, you know, actor in, in that sense. But I guess with the double takes of him dressing up as Jill... I don't know, maybe it took longer? I'm not really sure. But maybe that's why they had so much uh, airtime and so much, you know, m- more stuff. I, th- I think they were just given free reign and, and they probably made a two-hour movie and they were told you got to cut this down. I, that's what I imagine happened. I can't just grasping at straws trying to piece together. <laughs> why is it every, every bad movie is like this? Why is it? Well, man, we, we got to, you know what I mean? We got to speculate. That's part of, <laughs> that's part of the podcast experience. It's what, it's what we're thinking about after watching this piece of shit movie. So either people don't watch the movie or can have a better understanding going into the movie. That's why people <laughs> want to watch this podcast. Cause they're going, wow, these two people fucking tortured themselves over an hour and a half long, which was longer because we, we took four different time checks because we couldn't handle this movie. Just and, and those four time checks were the first half of the movie. We powered through that last half. I yeah, my soul died many times. <laughs> there, they, uh, I could have missed stuff because my hand was over my eyes, just sighing in the corner of the couch. Oh, yeah, like the, I many times, like especially the uh, the Al Qaeda jokes. Every time <laughs> I was just like. Oh, and I just had to take a breath and be like, what? Like, we had to look up when Osama bin Laden died because we're like, is this current? Is this relevant? And I don't remember. Oh, was it like a year later, a couple years later? A couple months. M- uh, months? A couple months before. Oh, yes, A couple yes. months before. Yes, because this is a 2011 movie, I think in May. And I think uh... – May was the assassination, assassination. and, and <laughs> this, this movie came out in November. November, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I mixed them up. But yeah, yeah. there was like a bunch of like uh, when Al Pacino had the beard. Jill was like, oh, you kind of look like, uh, what's that guy? Ben Laden. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Pacino sitting, it's sitting in a beer. That, that scene was actually pretty funny, though. <laughs> when it, it's him saying this to Johnny Depp, and Johnny's like, <laughs> Al, what's with the beard, bud? And he's just like, he's like, I'm in I'm incognito. I'm doing, I'm doing some, uh, some recon. And then immediately it look, it pans up to the scoreboard. And <laughs> celebrity it cam. It's like, celebrity cam. And then Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> written out underneath so funny so that, that, funny, that was like well, with all these movies we have to look for the small little quirks to like find it an enjoyable because the actual plot is that bad i mean this just didn't have a plot though like like That's this an- movie- yeah another thing it didn't have a plot they like scrounged for a plot at the end they're like oh, al pacino has to fuck jail like <laughs> you know what i mean like that wasn't that that was it like there was no drive for that whole movie yeah, no. I mean, you know, Al Pacino comes off in this movie pretty creepy when he's when he's like, you know, it's super invested in Jill and everything. And we don't really know what like it seems like he's out of sorts, right? Cuz he has that like flip out when he was doing um like the on stage shows, like he was doing plays and stuff in front of a live audience. And like, you know, when Jack is researching him before he starts pursuing him, he's like looking at his him flipping out and a guy's cell phone ringing during the middle of a performance. You know, and it's and he then he looks back and he, like he tries to get back into character and he's like, "Where am I? Who am I?" Yeah. Like, like, you know. So I think it's like 
did, was he losing his passion and then Jill gives him gives him his passion? But again, I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah, right. I, that's like what the movie laid out for me. And but, but if you don't say that, if you don't say I'm losing my passion and you give me passion, that easy of a line, that easy of a line will be able to like make me understand more what he sees in her. I think we can make that correlation because when uh, at the the Lakers game, they were like, "Oh, uh, where are you from?" Like, "Oh, I'm from Brooklyn." She's like, "Oh, yeah, for which part?" I grew up in Brooklyn, and like they're like talking, and she's like, "Oh, I went to this school." And he's like, "Oh, I went to that school." I think he was trying to grasp it. Like his childhood, and that's what like made you gotta him say that. You can't. You know, we can't just. You know what I mean? Just say it in the movie, <sighs> being like, being like a scene of him flipping out on um, on uh, what was his assistant? Well, scene? yeah, he he had a pastry chef and a butler. He could have one scene could have been like the butler was like, sir, like what are you doing? And you know, like a five second, like oh, like because of that. Yeah, no, you're right. But or to her when when she's at his house. Yeah, that's true too. But uh, you know, Al Pacino, man, in those scenes, some of them were really sketchy like when, when you out sketch jared fogel in the same movie like jared <laughs> and i guess like the assumed thing is that adam sandler's character jack has worked on a subway commercial yeah because uh, why would he be there <laughs> yeah okay yes and and him and vince offer at like are at this like uh this, the, birthday uh, party the Shamai guy Yes, the, oh, I was gonna say the slap chop guy, cause, you know, slap chop oh. was what uh, done him over, right? When he, who's, he beat who's that girl. The Shama? Oh, it's same guy. The Shama? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, but he he's also the slap chop. I don't guy. remember my 2010 memes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, him and Jared were there, so I guess yeah, right? Like they were, because yeah, right, didn't right. they? Didn't he they also call... got problematic too in his career? Yeah, didn't he? He beat that um, uh, prostitute, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. I no. I, I think it's canon in, in you know the Happy Madison because I think Joe was like, oh, the Shamrock guys here. Look at you guys did. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, in that scene, too. Like, I, I guess we'll go into the cameos now. This movie please, yeah. has. Uh, do you want me to count them up? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen notable cameos. You want to know what my favorite was? Which one? Shaq, like, tongue-fucking the ham in a wig. <laughs> so, yeah, in, like, the background of them, I, I was it a conversation with Nick Swartzen about... Yes. So Nick Swartzen, for the second straight movie that me and Adam have watched from Happy Madison, Nick Swartzen's playing an assistant to the main character of the movie. Uh, besides that fact, <laughs> it is showing in the background Shaq in a wig... In like a a charcoal wig, yeah, charcoal. yeah, like yeah, pretty long. Uh, as and well. he's doing like a ham commercial, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that's some ham." And then like sticking out his tongue and licking the <laughs> ham, like a like a like not like sliced ham, like a full like boar's head ham, yeah, like 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 like, like pork shoulder like ham, ham. yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like looking at it, like I can't get enough of this ham, and he's just like nah, pretending to like gnaw on it. And it's just like in the background, and they don't talk about it. It yep. uh, it's uh, like it, there's plenty of no, other he cameos. Said, he, says, uh, he says he um, says uh, whose idea was it to to use the wig, and he said his. Shacks, yeah. He brought it. He brought. <laughs> oh, the wig. he brought it. I don't remember that. Um, but yeah, going through the cameos. So David Spade, who appears later in the movie, uh, Nick Swartzen is part. the assistant. Regis Philbin, who's in the beginning of it. Uh, Dana Carvey's also in the beginning of it. Tim Meadows. 
um, who is his other assistant, I guess. Um, Norm MacDonald, who plays um, a guy that Jill goes on a date with. Shaq, who we just mentioned. Al Pacino, yep. Johnny Depp, who's sitting next to Shaq at the, at the Lakers game. <laughs> Dan Patrick, who is a random one who just was pretty much a background character during the birthday party. Oh. John McEnroe. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, right? Didn't he come out and um, uh, uh, to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick Swartz seems like, you're an atheist? I'm going to put the, the fear of God in you. And then he's like, That's McEnroe. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so so the joke, like, and there's like an inside joke to why he's freaking out like that because John McEnroe was a tennis player. He still does tennis commentary. He, like, lost his mind whenever he lost a point when they thought it was unfair. And, like, the minute he retired, he started joking about it. You know, Mm -hmm. because like he would have like full on tantrums on the court. Like he'd hit one out and like challenge it. And it'd still be like, yeah, no, you still hit it out. And he's like, what? Come on. What kind of officiating is this? And like (laughs) chuck his rackets to like delay games further. So like that's like the lore of John McEnroe. I guess that was because he did do commercials like that. So I guess that was like a 2010 thing that he did commercials where he like lost his mind on people. Again, alluding that also (laughs) Jack Adazella's character was able to book and produce those commercials that John McEnroe was in. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what to make of that. But they're going out of business, you know, because they're losing Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Um, Christy Brinkley was also in it. I believe she was at the table in the end, the same table that David Spade is at when they're, like, making fun of Jill. Uh, Michael Irving, who I didn't even see during that movie. Jared Fogle, who we talked about. Billy Banks. Um, not sure where he is in this movie either. Yep, no, I couldn't tell you. Just, I'm just assuming that they were background guy. Like, if if I didn't recognize somebody, like they were just a backward character at the um, at the birthday party. Yeah, I, I, um, I think this movie is what we're watching. It. It's uh, 11 years old, roughly. 10, 10. Oh, 2011. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 10 in November. Gotcha. Yes. Math is math is hard. Math is hard. Uh, Vince Offer, who already said, and also Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Um, Al Pacino is like, this is Hollywood. We can get anyone. Look, that's Caitlyn Jenner up there. And then she's like a pants to them, just like standing like still. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, during so so during the live performance, the way that the cell phone bit pays off where, where um, Pacino flips out on someone watching his play like and, and the cell phone going off, his cell phone goes off. Uh, because there's like a time zone miss up with mishap, which is another running gag in this movie. Yeah, is he in like what Europe doing that play? That, yeah. that was also never explained. There's like a time no. zone. He was in America. I think the cruise was in Europe that they end up going on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, and he's like, oh Jesus! I thought I was calling you at five o'clock. I'm so sorry. And he's in the middle of a show, in the middle of acting, and he answers his phone and is just like, get me the girl. Yeah, right. Doesn't he do like a Scarface quote? And then like the crowd cheers. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's doing Scarface yeah. Yeah. in the middle of like the King and I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another great bit of like him him doing uh, live theater. That's just like yeah. But I mean, I mean, like, and he was you know, and and he was actually doing live theater yeah. at the time, I believe, in real life. I mean, but um. Uh, the the flash to a pre-transitioned Caitlyn Jenner who was Bruce Jenner, um, just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we didn't even stop to like make sure. Like we, were, I was just like, yep, that, that that's Caitlyn Jenner, and you're like, no, I'm pretty sure it's not them. And then, and in the end, we researched and like, oh, it was. 
Well, he was he was in like you know a Victorian yeah, era yeah, yeah. garb. He had a wig on, or well, he he did she she had a wig on, and and like I don't know. It was it was like a quick. It was to pay somebody that like a lot of money because they probably take ten thousand dollars to be like on a set all day, even if they're in like half of a scene. Mm. So to pay a shitload of money to Caitlyn Jenner just so she could stand there and not she was he, she wasn't even showing a facial expression. No, she, yeah, she it didn't was, move her face at all. It was literally for for the punchline of a joke to be like, oh, is it like we can get anyone? And like that was the joke for like maybe ten thousand dollars, maybe more. Very odd. Um. Let's get into the cruise. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, what was before the cruise? Just more Al Pacino stuff. Yeah, I think I think she goes to the house. There was the birthday party, and then I think they go to the cruise, right? Like he, he I think there's a scene there where, where Jack pisses off Jill, and Jill's like, "I'm going home." And then like in order to preserve the uh, Pacino commercial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. he convinces her to stay. Rough um, movie to follow and like recall. <laughs> I mean, like, the synopsis does its justice on Wikipedia or something like that. It really does, because that's pretty much what happens. The rest of it was gobbledygook in the middle. Uh, you know, I just came across my notes. You remember how Al Pacino uh, asked Jill to go on a date? Do you remember that? Yeah. The hot dog? Where he put in ketchup his phone number? Oh, my God. <laughs> That one got me. That whole Lakers scene was like a good one, and that was probably at a real Lakers game. Kobe, had, yeah. Kobe too was in that game yeah. dunking, which is an unmentioned cameo. That yeah, it's very much an unmentioned cameo because he probably got money to be in that movie, or like used footage, right? No, because that was, I think it was a real Lakers game. Because at one point the camera panned and like it was the Lakers like playing. But yeah, that could have been an idiot shot or something. Other, I but... don't know, because when they first walked in and Jill's looking at them going like, oh, these are like skyscrapers. Yeah, that wasn't real. <laughs> but I, I'm, I, you know, like I said, I, they had some footage. Maybe it was real. Maybe it wasn't. But uh... I mean, there, there were scenes where they showed Sandler, who was like standing in front of a window or something. And, and like you would you would see behind him the like cut out of him standing in front of a green. <laughs> like he was 1000 percent like on the cruise when like he's standing outside oh, yes, at yes, all yes. and they did a close-in shot it was 1000 percent him standing in front of a green screen <laughs> i don't know if you caught that yeah oh yeah with the the helicopter of oh that was that was really bad yeah oh boy because yeah. i guess the I ladder was so um you know janky and was just going all over the place yeah i guess the green screen they couldn't cover it all up yeah just just insane um yeah, I mean, is that that's pretty much like what oh, happens on the cruise? Uh, another, <laughs> thing, another thing I've written down, which me and you just sat in silence through this whole thing. It's like twenty five minutes of the uh, Jill goes to a picnic with the gardener, and it's like twenty five minute montage. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that gas. And we just sat in silence that entire time, and we just watched it happen. It was it was like literally just like them eating like authentic Mexican food. They were like playing soccer. They were doing piñata. There was like five other things that I can't even think of right now. But it was just like, that was it. I I think we need to set up that one of the running gags was just like a little bit of racism. Yeah. <laughs> because like from the beginning of the movie, like like uh, Nick Swartzen's character, who's the assistant of, of Jack. He's like saying like, oh, your sister's coming into town. Oh, she's Jewish. Ah, I'm atheist. Right. And he's like, that's racist. <laughs> like, so, and it starts from there. And he said something, I forgot what he said. 
he said a couple things that were like a little questionable and and jack jumped all over him and was like that's really racist like get out of my office for saying that stuff. I, no no, no. It, it wasn't a race thing it was like he was like oh like your dog if your sister's coming over and he's like you can't call my sister that it's my sister <laughs> like, all right i'm gonna see yeah. myself out like <laughs> And he was like, uh, yeah, you got to get to that Laker game to convince Pacino to come. Uh, oh, yeah, dress your wife all skanky. <laughs> and he just repeats everything that he that he just heard. No, I'm not going to tell my wife to dress all skanky. Uh, yeah, and he's like, looks looks at her, and she's like shaking her head. And he's like, no, I won't do that. I for sure will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I talked to God, get your feet off my desk. <laughs> Which was a real line. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of things like the landscaper Felipe, who ends up being the true love interest of Joe. Oh, oh um, out of nowhere! <laughs> I no, because no, during... well, he was trying to tell her, he was trying to tell yes. her that the chimichangas were making her have, have it the shit. Yes, but yeah, the chimichanga bombs was yes a line in the movie. <laughs> but ready from there, it is the whole cruise section, which is half of the movie, roughly a little less, and then it's like, oh yeah, Felipe, I I, I do love him, and then. Boom, that's the end. It's well, what else happened? Nothing happens on the cruise, though. At least there she was, like, doing... We actually saw, saw some action shots of Adam Sandler as, as, like, a woman. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't see any shots really on the, the boat. No, all, like, they fight... All I'm saying is, like, it that happens, at, like, you know, the first half of the movie. Then the whole cruise ship thing happens. And then it's like, oh, yeah, after half the movie. Oh, yeah, Felipe. Yeah, I love him. And then they get together. You know what I mean? It was and so weirdly was like, paced. She was, like... Like, not, I don't know. She didn't want him in the hat. Like, you remember that scene where he first comes in? And she's like, who's that? Ooh, yeah. ooh. Like, <laughs> she's going like that the whole time. To a Spanish yeah. lawn, lawn guy. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> oh. Just very weird. Yeah, that picnic was was off the wall. Um, it was, I think th- it was montage where it was like, it cut to like, her playing soccer and then they were like eating and then they're like whatever hitting uh pinata and then back to soccer it was like a weird weird making montage jokes they're making a lot a lot of yes ice jokes. yes a lot, a lot of immigration jokes oh yeah all right no remember all right ready so it was like um oh, it was so bad it was like oh this is my cousin uh philippe oh that's philippe jr <laughs> that's philippe oh, i'm just kidding and it's like does that make it better? And it's like, this is my son, uh, Jose Jr., my son, Josuita, like, uh, my, uh, my uh, cousin, Jose. And it's like, wh- what? Like, you can't just, like, oh, haha, that was a joke, and then, like, tell the same joke again, and, like, they're both kind of a little racy. You know what I mean? Like, that was... How about the grandma? I, no, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that was so weird. That was so like she got kicked down a couple times, and to revive her, they would give her like hot peppers, and she would like <laughs> spring up alive, and that was like like fuel of existence was peppers. <laughs> that was so weird. That was such a weird scene. Like imagine thinking of that in your head. <laughs> oh, it it had to have gone Adam Sandler because he 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 uh, is what the producer of Happy Madison or oh, I forgot what this is. Uh... I'm not sure. I think they have. I think they brought in like I think with each movie they can bring in different producers and stuff like that. I don't think he produces all of his own stuff all the time. He's the credit uh... to producing this movie. Yes. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> Well, Google search, my man. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to give him a little out there, and and no, that's not gonna happen. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there's just like a lot of just gobbled. Like, there's really a lot of nothing 
in some of the middle of these scenes mm-hmm. and like just pointless pointless film scenes which makes me totally believe that this movie was supposed to be two hours long because and they cut out things that were actually important to the story so yeah for uh, oh my god do you remember the uh when he's dropping her off and like just and she's like farting nonstop the entire time, I'm like, oh my god! And then she gets inside to use the toilet, and it's a minute of farting. And it's like, couldn't you have used that time for anything better than fart jokes in a PG movie? <laughs> like, I I don't know if this was like supposed to be for kids or for families or for, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> She online dates, and he goes on to, like, a forbidden website. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some stuff is, yeah, some stuff is, like, not for kids, or, like, kids wouldn't get it. That's something, like, oh, family movie, where they, like, hint at some adult stuff? I, I don't know. Can we talk about the date with Fun Bucket? Oh, yes. Yeah, don't you love, um, what's his name? Norman, I, I uh, love Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald, yes. I love Norm MacDonald. Uh, so Norm MacDonald makes an appearance in this movie, and... He is the online, I guess, or like her online date, the yeah. one, the one that she like really connects with. After Adam, uh, Jack, um, sets them up. I keep saying about to say Adam Sandler, <laughs> thinking that they're different characters. Yeah, After, it's it's always been hard. I'm just <laughs> no, whatever. Go ahead. Where, where Jack, Jack, the brother, sets him up um, with his sister by saying like a bunch of raunchy things into a chat room, um, and. They go on a date together, and she's just, like, talking, talking, talking. And Norm MacDonald, like, looks at her. I forgot what he said, but he was, like, he was, like, you ever, uh, you ever feel like you're in, like, a terrible place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you ever, like, you want to, like, go die or something like that? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, like, you ever, like, live in this nightmare fantasy where you can't wake up from? I have to go to the bathroom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Yeah, it was a short, but he he killed that part. And then when she goes searching for him in the bathroom, he's like clutched onto the light in the bathroom in the on the ceiling, instead of like leaving the restaurant. And and there was only one, like there was two urinals, and it seemed like a pretty big bathroom. And then she turned, and the camera panned, and there was like one stall. Yeah. In a men's bathroom. Yep. In a nice restaurant. I, I, I... nice sit down restaurant. All right. Can, can we also talk about the pacing of the movie? Because uh, it was sure. it went from Thanksgiving to the, the Adam Sandler's Jewish. So they they do Hanukkah and then New oh, Year's. Yeah, that's right. And it, it felt so rushed, and then other times not. So like Thanksgiving kind of went on a good bit. Then it was Hanukkah, and then it blew by that. And then all of a sudden it's boom New Year's, and then they go on the cruise after New Year's. Yeah, I, it's just like. It's like they would make half a scene a day, right? Yeah. Like something would happen. Like when they were going and doing all those like water sports and stuff, like I guess that's when – like they were going to the different parks and whatnot. I, I guess that's when time was supposed to be going from Thanksgiving into Hanukkah, right? Mm. Does that make sense? Because you got to – skip over a couple months <laughs> yeah right it's like a month in between yeah because she was um, supposed to be there the whole time I, I i don't think that the second half of the movie is paced any slower than the first half is i think it's i think it's all paced the same way it's it's yeah? uneven but um, yeah okay I, all right you thought the, you thought the second half of the movie was paced slower because it take over less less amount of time 
Yeah, no, because that, that whole last half was just them being on the cruise, and I guess the cruise lasted, what, a week? And the first half of the movie was from Thanksgiving to New Year's. And the last half of the movie was the cruise. So, yes, Andy, I think they're <laughs> vastly different. I know, because there was, like, a date in there. I, I, I don't really remember the cruise that well, to be honest. Uh, uh, well, it's because the cruise was a lot of uh, whatever. It was, like, three scenes. It was, like, them talking. They didn't do anything on this cruise. It was them talking... And then he goes to Al Pacino's, like, hidden lair. I don't even know. That looks like fucking Vampire's Castle. Can Andy, talk about that? that was the last half of the movie. That's yeah. three scenes on the cruise and then the date with Al Pacino. That is okay. the last half of the movie. That's why it felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I'm not thinking that because, you know, it's in a different setting. But, yeah, I guess it was taking place on the cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the cruise scenes. I know him getting... Oh, him getting dressed in the bathroom instead of going to his room to be chill to go on the date with Al Pacino, and then the uh, the bathroom attendant is like totally about it and like adjusts him. <laughs> bathroom attendant on a on a cruise too. <laughs> yes, also that. Oh, well, it, it was um I saw the uh, Caribbean cruise symbol. I don't think they they actually said. I think it was. Did they actually say it... like, oh, we're going on a Caribbean cruise? But I saw like the little crown in the Caribbean. pool. It, had it was to like have been. Royale. What's the Royale? Ro- Royal Caribbean. Line? Okay, yeah, it was Royal Caribbean then, because they definitely said the name. It was like a voiceover that was just like Royal Caribbean <laughs> I remember that distinctly because I was like, oh, they said the name. Interesting. Because yeah, I, I don't think you could hide it. Plus, I think there was some wide shots of the cruise ship, and you can't like. Uh, well, it's an Adam Sandler it. movie. You know that like some kids gonna be tugging on their like parents, like you know ankles going come on daddy let's go on a cruise and they're gonna go all right let's go on a casino royale cruise well i mean uh that's the only right there's only a couple cruise uh companies there's like disney royal caribbean and there's another oh yeah i'm saying they took the money there (laughs) (laughs) took the money there for that advertising so yeah a a lot of weird yeah so there's pentabismo duncan had to had to have given them so much money for the duncan scene at the end oh my goodness yeah, I guess Royal Caribbean. Yeah, let's pay for the cameos, dude. <laughs> yeah, it might have. For the 20, what did I say? 20, <laughs> like 17 <laughs> cameos. Just just an odd, odd, odd. But I, but I guess that's where you stretch it, right? Because you say, all right, you know what? We have this really awful movie, but you know what would make it better? If we included a bunch of people that you recognize. Because, like, yeah. in, in terms of, like, like relevance... I don't know that if a parent goes to an Adam Sandler movie with their kids, they're going to know who Dan Patrick is. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm deep into, like, sports media and I know who Dan Patrick is. But I I bet you that there's other fans that watch ESPN all the time and don't know who the hell Dan Patrick is. (laughs) So, like, I... uh, That's where I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You know, like, Johnny Depp's scene is, like, is, is... four lines of dialogue same with vince offer same with well jared fogel comes back one one more time uh caitlin jenner didn't speak so it's just like a very weird way to get your cameos in just very very weird yeah yeah no Um, some of the cameos had good lines though yeah i mean regis's was pretty funny yeah they were they were all pretty funny i mean let's get into al pacino because he really acted his fucking asshole oh absolutely like you know there's um have you ever watched um what's that movie that has jonah hill and emma stone in it uh sex drive 
No. Um, I'm trying to think of what it was. It was about people taking like a psychohypnotic test, I believe, or, or having some type of pharmaceutical test on them. And they're like trapped in a room together. I never watched it. And they, they like get trapped in a room together and have to like talk to each other, I guess, to like show the effects. But Maniac? Like, maniac. And in that movie, like from scenes that I've seen like on YouTube or whatever, Emma Stone acts the shit. Like, like she acts circles around Jonah Hill in that movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Did we actually so see I, this together? We might have. I don't remember it. I don't remember it that that well. I remember. Oh, I, I remember this being a, a, a better movie. No, I think it's a good movie. I'm yeah. not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying is that like when you have a movie where um like one actor is so good you know what i mean yes okay, okay, around okay. people that are of like a lesser tier they're gonna act circles around them and that's what happened in this movie <laughs> yeah with al pacino yeah because him he was supposed to act like a little off his rocker a little you know like over eccentric and he nailed it like he was supposed to like you know be over head over heels for jill and like jill was like breaking stuff he was going above and beyond he was like making her cakes and at one point, she, they're playing uh, stickball. I, I forget, what that, right? Stickball is the oh. real name of it. And she just yeah. wails a ball right into his Oscar. And he's like, I don't even worry. Like, you're my new Oscar or <laughs> some shit. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have one of those. And I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just but, – but, like, such a good actor. Yeah, like, absolutely. Such a waste of his talents in here. Yeah. You know, and – him in like the news around this movie they're like yeah he's really um sending it in (laughs) (laughs) like well again all the scenes that he's in don't feel like they belong in this movie a lot of the time like like him like doing the shakespeare i know we've gone over this he killed it dude like him being in full get up and he's like doing you know full acting like that 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 was good yeah i think like Especially because he was in the middle of, like, doing that when he taped this movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, he probably so, used that experience to, uh... He probably pitched that even. Like, oh, let's do this. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I wouldn't put it past. Yeah, right? That, that was a pitched scene. I really would not put that past. Um, alright, so let's get to, like, the New Year's Eve scene. Um, so Jill gets pissed off that <laughs> through a phone call to Jack, he's acting as Jill to Al Pacino on a date. And um, which he, that, that's, somehow gets away with it. That's honestly, I I saw that coming from a mile away. Every like um, what uh, what's the twin movie, doppelganger movie? They always do a little switcheroo. I'm like, oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, and um, he she somehow gets away with it. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Did you catch uh, Pacino's comments when she first sits down? He's like, there's something different about you. You're more feminine, yeah. less muscular. <laughs> Well, that's another running gag is Jill is absolutely shredded ripped. And it's like apparent in like I think four or five times where she like out bot like outlifts bodybuilders and she like punches through someone through like multiple doors. Weird. <laughs> what was her job? Uh couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, 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 I think reading the review, I think she was unemployed in like the the plot summary. Wow. Because I think she was taking care of her sick mother, which, again, talked about twice in the movie. Yeah. No, well, like, the, that's the thing is that they just... <gasps> Wait, no, Andy, how can their mother die? Ready? Get this. How can their mother die, but then at Thanksgiving, there's the father and mother? Who the hell's mother was that? That's that's what I was saying before. It's it's the, the wife, the wife's, Adam Sandler's wife, or Jack's wife, his her parents. 
But then there aren't they at the end of the movie as well at Jill's house? Yeah, you got a problem with parents? <sighs> Dude, fuck, fucking... They're celebrating New Year's, man. I guess. In in a town that you have to take a a plane to get to. <laughs> well, no, no, no. She's in New York and he's in California. So. Yeah, that's a, that's still like a three hour flight. That... It's like a it's like a four or five hour flight. <laughs> ah, time time zones, Andy. Time zones, you know. Time zones don't matter in twin <laughs> doppelganger movies. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino's in this thing. I love this. Yeah, I, can't right? I can't wait for your review segment. Um, but yeah, so like they get mad at each other again and she leaves the cruise liner and she goes back to New York. So now she's like just sitting in a bar getting made fun of. Yeah, I, I, yeah, she's in their hometown in New York City at a bar with her like college or uh, I'm sorry, high school. I like, think she's alone though. And then she walks in because then they all go, oh, look, that's Jill. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's how it goes. Um, be that like, so what, what? Like, yeah, this is, there's no growth between their relation between. And then, then, you know, Jack shows up and he's like, I'm here. I'm your family to save the day. Yeah. But the the whole, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Oh wait, we have to get in. (laughs) Well, no, uh, Jill fights, um, David Spade. Jill fights David Spade. (laughs) They're both in in fucking drag fighting. I, I don't think that's, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, body doubles. I think that's the real David Spade and Adam Sandler going at it. Are, oh yeah, no, like, it's one thousand percent David Spade and Adam Sandler, both in dresses, both fighting each other. Like, and they're like really going, like they're re- like wrestling, like they're trying to <laughs> get the upper I, hand. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I imagine that's what their sets are constantly like. I bet you it's oh, like a brother oh, yeah. Which which leads me to a, but they made a, a Rob Schneider joke in there. They're like, ah, yes. she looks like Rob Schneider. <laughs> yes, when they're oh my god, yes, when they're like sitting at the table, like, oh, is that Jill from from high school? Uh, Rob Schneider looking ass, like. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then yeah, and then the then the then oh yeah, then they drive her to Philippe Felipe's house, right? No, 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 because no, Philippe's from California. They go to her house, and Philippe is there with his family, and they set up Christmas oh. lights again. Gibberish. And hearts. Yes. And hearts. Hedges. He trimmed hedges. To be hearts. hearts. Yes. In the time that she left her house, went to the bar, got in a bar fight. Yes. Went home. Yes. Time is linear. I, again, this is for the same Felipe halfway through the movie couldn't get out like his like profession of love because she had chimichanga bombs and was farting. <laughs> the same Felipe, like boom, halfway movie mark, and then the end. Oh, I love you. Like you know what I mean? Oh. And this is even this isn't how the movie fucking ends. This the best part of the whole goddamn movie is at the very end. They make you wait to see Al Pacino. Do a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, and Andy, please describe it. It is so beautiful. I was like, like, how mad I was <laughs> after watching all that because I I had seen the Dunkin' scene before, so I'm sitting there this entire movie waiting for the Dunkin' scene to pop up, like waiting for your reaction, Adam, to see this fucking Dunkin' commercial pop up because it is so ridiculous. And I remember watching it, dropping my phone, going, I can't believe that he did that. <laughs> like I remember seeing it like years ago. Being he, can't, I cannot believe he did that. That in a, in a movie, and then I thought like, oh, it's gonna come in the middle of the movie. 
it was in the middle of the movie. Oh, it's maybe maybe it's towards the end. He gets a no. We have to wait the entire hour and a half for this payoff of a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, where Al Pacino sings and dances Dunkachino a bunch of times, <laughs> where he says it could get you anywhere from uh, what does he say seven to seventeen-o. That was the line in there. Uh, like just all these you know rhymes with Dunkachino. It, um, it, it was great. Like he walks into a Duncan and the cashier's, is that Al Pacino? And he's, no, it Duncan, Dunkachino, or Dunk, Dunkachino. <laughs> it, it was good, and and his jacket having Dunk uh, donuts all over the inside, and <laughs> it it was worth it. And then he said, "What was his line in that?" He said something like, um. Let me. He was like, "Let me show you." Instead of saying like, "Say hello to my little friend," he was like, "Say hello to my Dunkachino." Yeah, and then opened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Opened the jacket with an on that. And and then it cuts to Adam Sandler going, "Oh yeah, I think that's pretty good." And the Al Pacino just goes, "Burn it. All the copies. Burn it. <laughs> Who saw this? I need names. <laughs> we need to go give him a talk. Yeah, I, I just want to talk to him. You know." <laughs> And I mean, like that was like the funniest. Yeah, I, ab- absolutely. That that if you have to watch something, watch this highlight on, on YouTube, and you, boom, you watch the movie. That's the best well, part. You, you watched the part of the movie that isn't going to make you scream in your car that you wasted an hour and a half <laughs> watching the rest of the movie. I I was livid, dude. I was so livid after watching this. I was like, I, I like I'm gonna go to sleep tonight, like having that in my brain. That we watched this movie. I, I don't know if it's just me, but like I, I watched this movie and I was like, I can't recall none of it. Like I had to look at my notes a lot. I wish, man. For this. I wish. Yeah. I wish. No, I think it's like when you because I write. I mean, not that you weren't writing notes, but I'm like writing like intense notes yeah, and doing were, all this research. You love doing like quotes and stuff. I'm doing more stuff like talk about parrot. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we never talked about the parrot, dude. We never Honestly. Does it, it didn't show up for the second the does, after yeah. the crew scenes. Does, just, doesn't matter because they probably up. they probably hired a bird and a bird handler for the first half of the movie. The movie went too long, and then they have a scene on the cruise of it's a CGI bird getting dunked in chocolate, and then it <laughs> drinking itself like dead question mark like, and it's yeah, never. It, it, and Jill never talks about yeah. Jill never talks about it with a, with a mini parrot size Jack Daniels <laughs> <Yeah>. bottle. <laughs> And then that's the last we see of the parrot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that parrot did disappear and never come back. <laughs> and that was Jill's. Like, they slept together. You know what I mean? And she like didn't care about it. Oh God! Remember the sweat the stains sweat when, she... <laughs> when Adam Sandler, well, when Jack would lift up the blankets on his sister, uh, she'd be sleeping and she'd get up, and there would just be like, uh, I don't know, and, and, non... uh, like a police sketch outline of her. <laughs> In sweat. And the bird. And the, and the bird. bird, dude. That slept underneath the covers. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, it probably got so And uh, it never went away. Like, it was like days later. Because remember days later, like, Pacino comes over. He's like, where is she? Where, is she? where are you hiding? The... And he goes up to the room. And he opens the door, pulls off the covers. And the sweat stains are still there. <laughs> yeah, and Adam suddenly calls them sweat. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Jack calls them sweat shadows. I'm like, oh, please don't. Don't. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad name. Honestly, wasn't mad at that name. All right. Uh, I'm going to get into the reviews. All right. So, all right. We got a review here from Hunter uh, about a year ago on Jack and Jill Google Reviews, which is, I think, what I'm primarily going to be using. 
Uh, all right, here goes. Jack and Jill is one of the most genuinely offensive films I've ever seen. I'm forced to be honest with how bad it is. You see, I'm typically a, a fan of bad movies. You know, I, that's why I chose this. Movies that are so incredibly unbearable, I guess the point where sinuses collapse and you actually start laughing at the movie, which is, you know, what we enjoy. Uh, but this movie is so weak when it comes to humor, blatantly unfunny, uh, that I would give it the, the lowest rating that I can. Rotten Tomatoes give it a generous 3%. I think that, <laughs> you know, I agree. Uh, anyone watching this movie would uh, understand this is such a lame attempt at forcing a laugh out of you. Even a small child would see through this lie of a movie. <laughs> this transparent piece of garbage is quietly racist, yes, and uh, can only use some of the lowest forms of humor. Adam Sandler, seek mental help. I, guess, I must give this movie a one out of 10. May God have mercy on us all. That Honestly, that's, 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 <laughs> that's very, very true. Review. That's a perfect yeah, review. That's, I think that's on. a perfect but, review. Thank you, Hunter. That's I, a I, think, I think that's up for grabs because it's on Google Reviews. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we're going to roll into uh, our personal views. Yeah. Uh, Adam, on a scale of one to 10, what do you rate this movie? Uh, I, I think, I don't know if this was previously discussed. This this tops The Wrong Missy by far. This, this yeah. the Wrong Missy at times was cringy enough to like make me laugh and had you know something out of me. This movie, not once was I like, oh, haha, funny movie. <laughs> this is the worst movie. Like I didn't like the first time I watched the wrong Missy, like I skipped over scenes. I like really wasn't watching it. I had it on the background or like 3 a.m. or something. So like, and that one I was like, ah, oh, that was kind of hard to get through. Uh, this movie, like, I, I like don't know how to explain the mental fortitude that you need. Like if you're training to be a Navy SEAL, <laughs> then yeah, go watch this movie. Like, this is the worst movie I, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no, Hands we down. had, what, uh, four breaks, I think? And then we, like, we looked at yourself, we have to In, just in the first ask, half an hour. Yeah, the fir yeah, first half an hour, yeah. And we just looked at each other and we had, like, we have to just pull through it. Uh, like, it, it, I want to give it, like, a point three. Like, are we doing hard <laughs> numbers? Or, like, can we go into Decimals. decimal points? Like, I would give it a negative, but then, like, I'm afraid that there's going to be worse movies that we watch. You yeah, know? honestly, yeah, no, because Wrong Missy, I, if I remember correctly, it was, like, two or three. I remember, I, I was, you know, it was like, uh, it made me laugh sometimes. This one, one, and I say we could go lower, but for right now, one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to give decimals. it a point three, just in case there's three <laughs> other movies that that are worse oh, that, than our, Honestly, for a movie winning a kid's choice award, uh, you know, well, probably the worst movie we've seen so far. Because I, I have, a, I would think about this kid's choice award because it's the kid's <laughs> choice award for favorite movie actor, which, which to me sounds like they're just giving Adam Sandler a favorite movie actor award, which makes sense. Does Netflix own Nickelodeon now? Is that why they just like gave this award to him? I think so. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, this that's this happened back in 2011. Research. He got this back in 2011. Oh. That's what I'm saying. At the current, like, Kids' Choice Award after this movie, because they're accrediting it to the movie, but I, like, I don't think you can give a favorite movie actor award to a character. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not based off of a character. It sounds like a general award. Yeah, okay, okay. That, that's that what I'm saying. I thought it was, like, funniest kids movie. <laughs> like, like, here's no, your award, no, Adam no, no, Sandler. No. Or him, him being Jill as, like, the favorite character. I think it would yeah. have to say character in there. Gotcha. The okay. fact that they're saying it's, it's they're giving him an award because of, of him being a good actor, a favorite actor, that's why they're giving it to him. 
and they just said, you know what, let's throw it on this. <laughs> let's give something to Jack and Jill so that people actually go and watch it. Um, yeah, 149, $149.7 million in the box office, only cost $79 million to make, made a little bit of profit, which is just so terrible that they actually profited off this movie. Can you imagine um, sitting through this in theaters, like with your family? You're like, oh, Adam Sandler. Oh, I love his movies. And seeing that with your family. I think during like a legendary kids movie, I was in a theater and I got up and left. Like during Finding Nemo or something <laughs> or The Jungle Book, I literally just like stood up and was like, no, nah, I'm done. And then I got up and left. So I can't imagine what I would have done as a kid if I watched like, this movie. I'm not that guy. I, I, for like, if I paid money to like, whatever, I took my like, cousin to go see this or something, I'd, I'd be like, no, we're leaving. We're, I'm getting a refund for this movie. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy. But for this, no. I'm trying to think. Of, I think I walked out of another movie. I went with like a friend after they gotten their teeth pulled and we saw that weird, um, <laughs> like, you know, after they got their wisdom teeth pulled. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. so he was like out of it. And I think we saw that that like suicide forest movie, that suicide horror forest movie. That was like a 20, it had to, we were out of high school. So it had to have been 2015, 2016. And he looked at me and he was like, I'm dying in here. We need to leave. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And it wasn't a good movie. So I wonder if that's on any of the streaming services. I don't even remember the name. Uh, I think it was like the name of the forest and, and it, it, or a suicide forest as like a general name. But those are probably yeah. the only two movies I walked out of. Oh, that, that could be something we could go into. Bad horror movies? Well, there's a, a lot of bad horror movies, though. Uh, but for the Halloween. wrong reasons. Huey <laughs> Halloween. That's going to be down our alley. That That's probably going to be the worst. That's going to be a point one in my book, I feel. Yeah. Rewatching that movie and actually giving it a critical analysis. I think I just watched it again as like a sideshow, and it took me two times to watch that movie, too, so... Yeah, um, just for for the record, you like on ironic, you will like watch bad movies like in your free yeah. time. I, mm -hmm. I like when I'm doing this, I suffer the entire time, and you're just like, oh no, we'll get through it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's and, Tuesday. And, I mean, this movie, I probably would not have been able to get through on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. It no, won. I, it run twelve Razzies in ten categories, which I think oh, yes. means that it it was nominated twice in the same category with two different like two different nominations inside inside uh the 10 categories of the Razzies. Uh record record 12 Razzies. It's the most <laughs> I I the most say. In, in one show. Um which yeah, I mean it just gives you gives you a gives you a sight in scene. And somehow IMDb still gave this a 3.3, .3, which I think is higher than the wrong missing. Is it I'm I'm checking. Yeah. I'm checking. Nope, gave it a five. They gave it a five point seven. The wrong Missy, which is still yeah. too high for that movie. Too. I know, but uh, that's what I'm Oh, dude, like that that movie did not. I honestly, it has to do with something with like enough steel and like money being thrown around. Adam, is there anything else that we're missing? <laughs> I think we did no, a pretty I, good job covering this movie. I, I think we covered this book, cover to cover. I mean. Yeah, it's going to be so hard because I would love to like, you know, it would be a good segment if we compared this also to The Room, um, because like, I honestly think that that is like, you know, the it's like the golden globe of of bad movies because it's got like everything wrong with it, but it's also entertaining to watch. 
you know you're, and then you're just comparing like the mona lisa to like a three-year-old's macaroni art to so. to a homeless man shitting in an alleyway yeah <laughs> So uh, I don't think it'd be a competition. Or the, I don't think there would anything that would be comparable to like toilet humor and like the voice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's you know zero I mean? toilet humor in the room. There Which, is zero uh, toilet humor. Uh, step up from this movie, you know? So I, yeah, uh, I, I don't it's, think you would hold a candle. That's so true. I would probably watch the room a hundred more times. Absolutely, yeah. If you like, if you told me, listen, either you got to watch the room a hundred more times in a row, like you can't do anything, or watch this movie one more time. I think I'm watching the room a hundred more times. <laughs> I really yeah, do. Um, hands down, yeah. I, this movie was unbearable. I would not watch it again if you gave me a, a, like a lump sum of money. Yeah, I would. I would rather like. I don't even know. I'm trying to find something disgusting. I'd rather like pick out an ingrown hair out of my foot <laughs> then watch this movie again like go through something that gives me physical pain in order to not watch this movie again um yeah, we'll yeah. Plug, uh twitter again do we do that already um i don't think we did let's plug our twitter sure uh it is at netflops pod all one word we will be updating uh when we start releasing so you know obviously we're a little ahead right now but everything should be shape when we uh get these reports going out definitely by this episode yeah and also always leave comments down for us we would love new movies that you guys think are bad obviously um like in terms of imdb and rotten tomatoes sake if they're under like a 67 because there are some movies that people really really love i think like armageddon is one of them i hate like that movie is so bad that's the one bruce willis where they they go up in the rocket to stop <laughs> yes. the asteroid from destroying earth yes 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 yeah and like people love that movie like they, they're like oh my god i cry at the end of that movie so it's like you know one of those <laughs> like wishy-washy ones where it's like in the middle of, of whether people love it or not and it's just such yeah. a great bad movie um so i think there's going to be some that slip in there so if you're going to recommend us a movie, please don't like give us like the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. <I'll, laughs> like, you know, we'll look past it. Like we're, and he's definitely movie buff. You know, I, I have, you know, I'm, I know a good bit, but you know, and uh, feel free to join us next week with another episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Goodbye.